Welcome back to the BCSN's live coverage of 2021 Slack Media Day. Brian Fulford and Jamie Walker here, and it's a pleasure to be joined by the head football coach of Florida A&M University, Coach Willie Simmons. Also joining us, preseason All-American uh, Marquise Bell um, and uh, All-American Keenan Forbes. I get all that right, correct? All the accolades right? I want to make sure now because I'm going to get hazed up by Rattler Nation if I mess that up. So uh, welcome, gentlemen. Coach, let's start with you. Um, you're back in your old stomping grounds. What, what's that feel like to be able to bring Florida A&M University into the SWAC and you're sort of leading that? Uh, it's, it's, it's an exciting time. I spent six years in this great conference. Three years as a coordinator, three years as a head coach. So, Turn the mic on, Coach. Push up. There we go. We're good. Yeah, we'll start over. No, go ahead. We can keep going. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I spent three years as, as a coordinator at Alcorn State and then three years as a head coach at Prairie View A&M. So I know all about the conference. Uh, great conference, great tradition, a lot of history, uh, a lot of phenomenal football players who grace these fields, a lot of phenomenal marching bands, you know, have, have played had great halftime shows. And so just the pageantry around this conference is something that we're very, definitely looking forward to. How has your familiarity, and I, and I realize it's been a few years since you were here, but uh, some, of, some of your old coaching uh, folks are still here. How has that helped you, or how do you think that will help you in your planning and preparation uh, as you go into this season? Uh, well, you know, again, our preparation doesn't change. Um, we have a phenomenal coaching staff. Um, our young men do a great job of taking the game plans that we put together every week and applying them to, to game days on Saturday. And, and so we'll take that same approach. Um, you know, we'll scout our opponents week to week, and we'll let these young men um, do what they do best, which is go out there and play great football to represent this great institution that we call home. Now, Coach, uh, traditionally, Florida A&M's offense has been phenomenal. Coming into this conference, what do you foresee it being no, I definitely don't think we reached our potential. Um, I think this year will be the year that we can do that. Um, we've solidified ourselves on the offensive line. I think that was an area of inconsistency for us in 2019. We didn't run the ball nearly as well as we thought we should have. Um, but again, we're bringing in Coach Ryan Stanchek, um, a proven offensive line coach who's had a lot of success here in this conference and abroad. Um, so I think he'll be the, the missing formula to us offensively. And uh, then we, we compound the fact that guys like Keenan Forbes are coming back for another year. His leadership, um, his tenacity, and just the ability to bring the rest of the guys to match his level of play is something that's going to take our offense to the next level. Do you foresee you all being more of a balanced offense, or will it be pass heavy as it has been for the past well, I, I like to think it'll be a lot more balanced. Um, I, I think we'd be able to run the football a lot more effectively than we have in the past. Uh, we've always been able to throw the football. We want to continue to do that with our dynamic receiving core. Um, but we look at the running backs that we're bringing back to the fold with Terrell Jennings and Bishop Bonnet, uh, Jalen McLeod. And then, again, you add the fact that, again, these guys have worked extremely hard up front. And you bring that consistency and that toughness factor. Um, I think we'll be a team that can run the football as well as pass the football. Well, and again, I, I, we've always 
prided ourselves on, on playing a high level of defense. A lot of speed, a lot of tenacity, uh, being able to create turnovers and keep pressure on opposing quarterbacks is what we pride ourselves on. And so um, when you look at the guys that we have returning, you know, led by this individual to my right, um, I think we'll continue to have a ball hawking defense. And I think we finally have the talent, the depth, and, and the scheme that will give us a chance to have the best defense in the conference. Um, before we come to Marquise and Keenan, Coach, you, um, I, I, I like to kind of think this spring, even though a lot of teams in the SWAC played, it was really a normal spring for FAMU and, and Alcorn who didn't play. Um, is, there, is there a sense that it was a normal spring? I mean, obviously everything in the world's going on that wasn't normal. But because even though you're not playing games, you're still able to get your practices. You did a spring game. I think there was even a, you even did another uh, game against an opponent. And, but you got a chance to watch. So take away, what, what can you tell us about what you can take away from the spring that sort of gives you or might give you uh, a, head, a, a leg up on some of the other folks in the SWAC this year? Well, I think uh, it still remains to be seen uh, whether the, some whether teams had a, were having advantage, having played this spring, or or having not. Uh, you have three teams in the conference: uh, us, Bethune, and, and Alcorn, who did not play this spring. Um, you have the other, you know, nine teams who played in some capacity. Some played up to six or seven games. Some only played one or two. And so um, I don't think you can determine now who has the upper hand in that regard. Um, but I will say that I feel like our guys took full advantage of the time that we did put on the field. We had 15 phenomenal spring practices. Um, these guys worked extremely hard uh, the entire year. You know, I took my hat to them for just maintaining their level of focus, maintaining their level of tenacity and commitment, because it would have been real easy for those guys to shut down and say, you know, we're not, we, we're not playing football this fall nor this spring, so what's the point? Why be out here? But they never took that approach. They took a workman's attitude every single day, and I think that's going to pay huge dividends for us, you know, in the long run. And so just moving over here to Marquise and, and Keenan, uh, uh, what, what were your thoughts? Obviously, you guys didn't have an opportunity to play as you're watching uh, the SWAC play. Um, and what, what are your thoughts on finally getting an opportunity uh, to have uh, some games this fall? I feel like the, um, the year off was a blessing and a curse at the same time. It allowed us to grow as a team. Uh, develop leadership in the spots where we lost it uh, from the seniors that left. So I, I, I feel good about this season. Mm -hmm. What about you, Keenan? What, what are your thoughts on how you, you guys may have grown in the year of not playing actual competition? Uh, I feel great. Um, you know, it was unfortunate that we didn't get to play, but we all stayed focused and kept our eyes on the prize. We, like Cole said, we had 15 phenomenal practices. we got to do a couple practices with different teams so we're feeling good what has been basically what has been the standout squad on that offense has it been a line has that been the strength has it been the backfield who is it who do you foresee being the strength and I know you're in the position so, so, so I know what he's I bet I know what he's gonna say I'm, I'm not gonna lie like I feel like I'm gonna be real. It's both sides. Okay. It's both sides from the offense, offensive lines, receivers, running backs, running backs. I'm telling you, okay. defense, secondary, of course. But I'm ready, man. Right? I'm ready. Because <laughs> I can definitely tell just the way the coaches responded that the emphasis has been on improving this running game. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Got some role breaks so far. We have actually like some like you know some low key people. You feel me? I haven't heard of, but you're gonna find out. Look out for McLeod. He's a sleeper, but. Believe in. And, and from a defensive backfield standpoint, 
do you have those ball hawkers that you all have traditionally? Definitely. Okay. Like you can't just pick one. We all ball hawks. We all going to the ball full speed. You know, we we love it out there. We playing for each other, so it just means a lot more. Okay. I love what you're saying about playing for each other. Coming into this conference, do you feel like you have a target on that? Yeah, but that's that's everywhere. You know, we had a target on our back in the in the MEAC, so like we just gotta play the way we play, you know, keep our eyes on the prize and just, just focus on us. Now knowing Marquise Keenan, knowing that coach has a background front in, in the SWAC, what questions did you ask him about the SWAC in terms of the atmosphere, the fans, maybe something to look forward to? What kind of, what, what, what have you asked him? I'll talk with you, Marquise. What, what's the number one question you ask coaches? You guys are getting ready to head into the SWAC. Honestly, I haven't asked him any questions nope, about the SWAC. Nothing. I, I'm not really worried about it because at the end of the day, it's football. Football mm. is football, regardless of being the MEAC, SWAC, any, any division. I love it. I love it. I love it. How about you, Keenan? It's the same. I ain't really asked no questions. At the end of the day, we, we're playing football, so it don't really change that much. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Coach, as we get ready to wrap up, um, uh, you know, as you talk about the um, – I, I, one thing i got to say, a lot of the schools dealt with transfer portals, people coming and leaving and all that stuff. I, I feel like fam stayed steady. We didn't. I felt like we didn't lose anybody. I mean, you know, I, I, at least I, you know, I don't think we did. But um, what, what are your thoughts on? And you may have. And obviously, there were some people that came in previously. Uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, just the transfer portal and, and the fact that what does it say about where you got the program that you didn't lose anybody, and that you had people that wanted to come. A lot of people wanted to come to FAMU. Well, I think it shows that we're doing things the right way. Um, our guys love it there. Um, they know that you know we're running the first class program. They know that we work every we're hard, we work hard every day to make sure they're taken care of. Um, there's a standard at Florida A&M. You know, if you say you want to be the best, uh, Florida A&M is a place that you can achieve that. You know, so we don't have guys running for greener pastures. Um, they know that they can accomplish all of their goals right there at Florida A&M. You know, you're looking at a guy that's got two degrees from Florida and them about to have a third you know you're looking at another guy um, you know again who's got every major you know uh, football accolade that you can ask for um, both these guys will, will play professional football when their uh, playing days at FAMU are over and um, you know they're two guys that could have easily you know look for greener pastures to, to play at the levels they both came from you know because they were both transfers in their own right and so um, but again the fact that we haven't had I think we only had one guy enter the transfer portal you know during this entire time uh, again is a testament to, to one how close they are as a football team and I think that's the thing that's going to really surprise people when they see us play this fall is how close of a football team we truly have. And, and you guys know, when we say family, we mean it. You know, that word F-A-M-U-L-Y is ingrained in our DNA. You know, and it's, a, it's not no, no one person's bigger than the program. And, um, you know, we understand that. And as long as we continue to trust and believe that, um, I think the sky's the limit for this football team. And I'm just excited to be able to lead them. And um, I can't wait to hit the field on September 5th with them. It's not just a hashtag or a catchy little chant there, Jamie. Just remember that, right? Uh, any final words, uh, Keenan? Anything you want to shout out to anybody who might be watching or any friends, family that you might want to give a shout out to? Hi, Mom. Hey, Kadia. <laughs> All my brothers and sisters, I love you. How about you, Marquise? Anything you want to say? Hey, Grandma. I love you. Beautiful. All right. Well, again. Uh, Strike! Strike! <laughs> Strike again. Right uh, on, only, only here on the Black College Sports Network do we put our uh, non-biased uh, media 
to the side because we are loyal around. <laughs> Again, uh, Keenan Forbes, Marquis Spell, head coach Willie Simmons. We'll be back right after these words with more here on the Black College Sports Network's live coverage of 2021 SWAC Football Media Day. Have you had your Earthblend coffee today? At Earthblend Coffee, we take pride in offering you the very best of beans across the world, blended and roasted to perfection, giving you superior quality and satisfying and flavorful taste. Experience the world in one cup with Earthblend Coffee. 